It's Caitlin. And Garrett. And welcome, welcome back, back to Monotone, Monotone Thoughts. Thoughts. Another week. We are here. We're staying consistent. We're doing it. We are here and you are queer. And that is the truth. So Garrett, how was your week? Give us a little synopsis of what you went through this week or what you have been up to. My week has been incredibly insane because I started my Monday with just a long Monday that you, the girls always have. And I go home and I told, sent you a photo of this. I come home and I park my car and I look at my front door and I see that my front door, I'm like, it's not raining. Why is my front door all like foggy and weird? I get up to my front door. It's completely shattered. Completely. I was like, okay, well, like I don't have time to deal with this. I then, I have my Monday little ritual routine. I get off. I usually run to like Wegmans. I will then go to um, get like a little dinner, a little food or something, get ready for the bachelorette that comes on at eight. So like my Monday nights are pretty strict and They're they're very strict. And when I realized that I came home to a full broken glass door, I was like, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to make this a big deal. Then I go, I was like, okay, I'll deal with this later. I'll call the company. It's fine. I then go upstairs to then I'm like, I'm going to leave and go to Wegmans. As I open my front door, glass everywhere, just fully shattered. I was fucking miserable and mad. And luckily they're going to take care of it because it was the yard people that knocked the landscaping people that just hit a rock with it or something, which is pretty common in that area that that happens. I love how this completely just turned your week upside down. Like, it you was, were in complete distress. I was. told me that your front door was broken, and I'm like, literally, all you have to do is reach out to the landscaping people and say, you guys came here today, you cut the grass, I came home to a shattered glass door, and they'll come out and replace that. Yeah, and they will, but I was a little nervous because I was like, are they going to try and fuck with me? Are they going to, I don't know, no, say they no. all the time. Oh, yeah, the girl was so sweet. She was like, I was like, hey, like, this is my address. And she was like, oh, no, we're going to send a company. So th- now tomorrow they'll be out and they're going to fix the door. They're going to clean up all the broken glass because I had you to didn't just. You did clean it up? I got it off the sidewalk, but where else was I going to put all this shattered little tiny glass? So you just left it there all weekend? I left it on the side. On a tarp. They oh can get rid gosh. of it. I'm not doing it. I can't. I'm not going to hurt my little self and cut myself. You know, I'm fragile. Oh, my gosh. Um, other than that, I mean, <sighs> you know, I was really hoping out all week long for this damn Britney song. And, you know, it was the only thing keeping me going. Honestly, when I saw the broken glass, I was like, it's okay. Tiny Dancer will come out Friday and my gay life will be better. Everything will fall into place and the world will be working again. And the sicknesses are gone. (laughs) Hunger is like heal. Everything's perfect. Well, that didn't happen. But I will say I am a little crafty gay and I got the leak. I sent it to you. Uh You probably didn't listen. I didn't listen to it, honestly. I just (laughs) scrolled right past it. So I'm going to force you to listen to it today at some point. Um, So that's honestly like that was I'll say my window shattering was my thorn. <laughs> me finding the Britney leak to the song was my rose. That's about it for my week. Um, oh, also a guy messaged me. I get in my car after work one day and I accidentally hit grinder. And I'm gonna say accidentally, and you girls won't believe me, but I did accidentally hit it. I didn't mean to hit that app, and I meant to hit the files app to listen to Tiny Dancer. Okay. 
Well, I get a message right away, and it says, are you in a black SUV? Please have my babies. Ew. And I want everyone to know that that is not appropriate. It's not okay. And... Where were you? I was leaving work. I was getting into my car. So it was someone in their car seeing me. So Grinder picked up on, like, radiuses, just like... Okay, you know how, like, Tinder's like, are you around, like, 10 miles? No, I don't know how 10 miles. Okay, well, Grindr's like... Are you two feet away? Oh my god! It shows you exactly like who's how many feet you are. That's so creepy. It scares me, and that's why I usually always turn my privacy off, especially when I'm working, because I don't want people to like show up and be weird. Because it's happened many uh-huh. times. So like, I really make sure. So when I saw that, I was like, oh fuck! And then I looked at the message. I was like, oh my god! Like, don't do that. That's so creepy. And they didn't have a profile picture because, of course, they don't. So I'm like, I can't even tell if you're hot and weird or if you're just weird. You should be required to have a profile picture, like an actual profile picture, not like a picture of something else or like what are those gifts? What do you call them? Yeah, or like a meme. You should need to have an actual picture of yourself in order to have a dating profile. Like, what are we doing here? Like, how do you think anybody's going to respond to you with no profile picture? People do it. You look creepy. It's weird. But don't ever message someone being like, is that your car? (gasps) Like, don't do that. That is so creepy. That's very inappropriate because now it's like, okay, now you know where I park. What kind of car I drive. What kind of car I drive. Are you going to follow me home? And I can't even tell if you're hot. Yeah. Because you know I want, like, I want my life to have a little, like, lifetime moment, movie moment. Where, like, somebody follows you home, but it's, like, some hot guy, not some, like, fat, creepy No, I want, (laughs) when I see a lifetime movie, and they're always consistently the same, and it's, like, the hot guy that, like, falls in love. But, like, is so crazy about them that, like, you can't have family or friends. And I'm going to kill everyone around you because I love you. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) I know that sounds toxic. I want that. Like, Okay, that doesn't sound that bad. Like, he loves you. Okay. You're, I think you need to find mental help. Um, ASAP. You know. Like, a therapist or just, like, somebody to tell you, like, that's not normal. Yeah, no, I get it. But, like, oh, I'm okay. God. How was your week? Um, honestly, not productive at all. Um, the only fun thing that I did is I went and I got, like, my anatomy scan done and how was like that? My, my ultra, my anato- anatomy ultrasound scan. And we did confirm that it is, in fact, a boy and a girl. I did see Yay. the penis and I did see the vagina. And I was so nervous. I kept telling people, if I go to this anatomy scan and it's two boys, <laughs> I got my hopes up for a boy and a girl, I'm going to be beside myself. Because when I got pregnant with twins, like... It was like a toss-up how you figure out the genders. Like, everybody was telling me one thing. The doctors were telling me another thing. The ultrasound tech was telling me another thing. So, we did, like, the, um, the, what do you call that? The, the, gen- the genetic blood work. And the yeah. ultrasound tech told me if I did the genetic blood work that they would be able to take the DNA from both fetus <laughs> and figure out the gender based on the DNA that they grew in a lab. And then I tell my OBGYN, and she's like, no, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. You have to see it in the anatomy scan, and it's probably going to be around 20 weeks. So it was really a toss-up if I was actually having a boy and a girl, because I heard that if it's a, if it's a boy, it will pick up on the boy, because that's the stronger of the, the genders yeah. in the womb. So... I was really concerned that it was going to be two boys because the other boys 
DNA wasn't coming through. Like, the hormones weren't strong enough. So it was reading a girl, but really it was just another boy, but the hormones weren't strong enough in the other boy. But... It is a boy and a girl. It's all good. It is a boy and it is a girl. You were very excited. I saw the vagina. (laughs) I get a picture when I'm at work of two sonogram pictures sent to my phone, and it's just a little, like, the little fetus, like, legs open on both. And I was like, love that. So happy for you. Can you send me another photo where I can actually just see the full babies That's now? not a penis <laughs> in the vagina. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, like, like to see the I babies. would like to just see the babies. Like, I'm happy for you. It's great that they have their parts, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> now I just want to see how big they are. And th- that was a very detailed photo, like, too, which... Oh, yeah. It, it creeps me out. It was, like, pretty in-depth of, like, what their faces look like. I mean, they all look like little old men. It looks just like an alien inside of your body. But um, I will say that every day that I think pregnancy is getting easier, I have another day that just slaps me as hard as it fucking can across the face. (laughs) And I'm like... You're getting no breaks. No breaks. Like, one day I'm like, oh my God, I feel great. I have energy. I'm getting so much done. I'm so productive. Like, I don't feel like shit. I don't feel foggy. I don't feel like I'm going to get sick. My body doesn't hurt. And the next day, it's like I got hit by a bus. And I'm like, this is it. This is exactly why I don't ever want to be pregnant ever again. Like I can see that. It just, pregnancy for me has been very hard and I feel like all I do is constantly, constantly complain. And every somebody, every time somebody's like, how are you feeling? I just tell them I'm fucking miserable. Like I'm not beating around the bush. And I know that when I tell them that I'm fucking miserable, they're like so taken back because they're like, Oh, Everyone God. usually lies. Everybody's usually like, oh, I'm great. Like, you know, we're getting the nursery ready and we're buying all these fun things and the baby shower is being planned. And I'm just like, I'm fucking miserable. I texted you the other day I and I said, this. what is the theme? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't somebody asked me and I'm like, the theme is babies? The theme is, I hope that I have two healthy children and that, you know... That's the theme. <laughs> That's the theme of <laughs> That's it. That's going to be the ongoing <laughs> they theme. They come out, I'm not sick anymore, and they're just healthy and happy. Yeah, I. the theme is I want to feel like a normal person again, and I want to have two healthy babies that are not living inside of my body anymore. <laughs> That's the fucking theme. How does that sound? Do you like that theme? I like that theme. Okay, awesome. Great. Like, <laughs> That's the theme I'm into. It, I was going to say, pregnancy is not for everybody, and I didn't really know this, until I got pregnant, and then I started telling other girls that had been pregnant before um, how much I hated it. And then they came out and said, I hate it too. I hated it. I hate it. I don't want to do it again. I My husband wants me to do it again. My baby daddy wants me to do it again. I hate it so fucking much. I had to be put on antidepressants, anti-anxiety medicine. I had to go talk to a counselor, a therapist, a psychiatrist. And I'm like, you know, it's pretty fucking crazy. That there's so many girls that just, like, act like it's such a great, fun journey. And then when you finally confide in them and tell them how much you hate it, then they want to tell you how much they hated their pregnancy, too. I'm like... It's a lot of lying. Y'all are gatekeeping. I don't know what the fuck really gatekeeping means, but the fact that you gatekept this information from me (laughs) until I got pregnant and I told you how much I hated it, you thought it was okay to come out and tell me... How this, much you hated it, too. It's, like, the biggest scam. It's the biggest scam. They, the girls gotcha. You were got, and... Y'all got me. It's bad. Anyways, I think that's enough for my week. I think I've bitched enough. <laughs> well, how was your husband's birthday, at least? Let's uh, yeah, on a nice it, was my, it was my husband's birthday yesterday. He did turn 34. Um, last one before being a dad. This was his last child-free birthday, and, you know, we just... 
he went and played golf in the morning. His only request is, I want to play golf. I want to eat, and that's it. So he played golf. We went to the pool. Then we went to a nice dinner, and then we called it a day. We (laughs) called it a day. And no, we did not have birthday sex because his mom's been the night. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not clapping cheeks when your mom's sleeping in the no, guest room no. next door. Like, <laughs> it's not happening. It's giving weird. It's and, not happening. And now you can get out of it as well. You can just continue because now I you just don't feel like, well. Yeah, I can just act like... Oh, you got ready for his birthday. I got ready. You were there. You. I got ready. He for lost his, his chance. You lost your chance. So, thanks, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to my mother-in-law that decided to spend the night. I didn't she have really to, pulled through for you. I didn't have to pull out for birthday sex because one of the requests that he had for his birthday is anal. And I said, over my dead body is that Not happening? today. Every year I ask my husband, what do you want for birth- your birthday and what do you want for Christmas? And the answer is always... Good old backdoor action. Backdoor action. I'd like to have anal for my birthday or for Christmas. Both... The special occasions, anal, is always the answer. And I'm not that type of girly. No. Not that type of girly. It's it's a lot of preparing. It's a lot of... It's too much. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's not something that I just... You can't just go right in. Dive into. You, no. And, you know... You're a I'd psychopath. spend money and buy gifts than just give the gift of anal because... <laughs> I, I I just not me. It's, it's less work. It's you don't need it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But Garrett, let's dive into the next section that you just thrive in, and that is hot topics. Good old hot topics. Well, word on the street is just hell from Real House of Potomac will always be word on the street. But good old down the road, Robin Dixon and Juan Dixon from Real Housewives of Potomac finally, after many, many years, have obtained that marriage license. Didn't he, like, just get called out on social media for being in Instagram models' DMs and, like, being creepy and, like... I think so. Like, not leaving them alone and just constantly commenting on their things and, like, messaging them and, like, just being weird. Yeah, I think so. And now they're finally getting married. Well, they got their license. Will it actually be on the show? Because she's been holding out this, like, last two seasons, being like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm yeah. like, I think maybe just don't do it. Yeah. But they're going to do it. I love how Mr. Darby is always like, they will never get married. And Mr. Like <laughs> Mr. Darby's down bad. I'm excited to see Ashley leave this man. Is she finally leaving him? Is yeah, she finally she, left? She's done. She's single. Yeah, I thought I saw that she left him because it finally came out that he was, in fact, in a relationship with a man. Was it a man? I thought it was a woman. I saw a picture of two guys and saying that they got caught. Listen, he's been on Grinder many times. Yes. Uh, Mr. Darby is in fact <laughs> a gay man and there is no way in hell that he is not gay. He has to be. He has to be. And I feel so bad for Ashley because she's been hanging on by a thread for a, a really long time on the show trying to make their marriage work. Now they have two kids and she's trying to convince the world that her husband is not gay and not cheating on her, fucking around with guys, girls in between. And I feel so bad for her because she's literally being drugged through the mud every single season by the girls, by fans, by him. All the time. I feel so bad for her. What I wonder is, so, but we love the girl on TikTok because she's out here doing those little dances and her Fashion Nova oh, yeah. sheen fits. 
And she looks good. She always looks good. She got that body back. As soon as, as, soon as she pops out babies, she, like, bounces right back. Right back. It's rude. Yeah, it's so un- rude. inspirational. <laughs> um, but Candace and Ashley supposedly are going to be best friends this season, which I am ready for that power duo that I've needed. I love them together. Because Candace that is... That is toxic, crazy energy, and I'm here for it. She literally used to say that Michael, her husband was her slave owner last season and now they're best friends girl what the tables have really turned obviously but i know candace is problematic she's she's a mess yeah but i love her but like candace and ashley are like the same age range yeah they're both hot little little numbers Mm -hmm. why can't they be friends and that's the thing is like you know, I saw as soon as Candace came on the show that her and Ashley weren't going to vibe together because Candace was coming in for the hot spot. Like, she was young and cute and, and Ashley wasn't having it. Ashley was having kids at the time. And, of course, they're going to clash because Ashley wants to be, like, the young hot bitch. And then Candace was the new hot bitch. So... What I'm really excited, though, for is Karen Huger to be back on my television screen. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Karen and her wigs. And her wigs shifting all around. I need that. And also, supposedly, Giselle said that Karen is going to be in all the mess this season. That she's really, after seven season, is finally breaking out and being messy. And I need that. I need the Grand Dame <laughs> to bring it. I need the Grand Dame with a bottle of Fireball. Sitting at a basement bar, getting shitty, <laughs> talking all kind of mess about her marriage because that's the type of shit that I want to see. I, I want to see the whole shit show unfold on TV. You know what? I'm not a huge drinker, but I would really love <laughs> Fireball X Grand Tom. I would, I would love to sit down with a bottle of Fireball with Miss Karen Huger and just talk some tea. <laughs> talk a little tea. Well, that's it for Real House of Potomac. I'm just ready for the season. I'm supposedly they keep saying the trailer is going to be coming out within next week, and I just want everyone to know that my world will stop the my minute world that happens. Will stop. I love Real Housewives of Potomac. I don't care if I'm driving. I will pull over on the side of a highway and I will watch that two minute clip and just get and then honestly sit for another two minutes to make sure I don't crash my car into anything <laughs> that you can process and then process and not drive at the same time. It's just it's crazy to me that we haven't run into any of them around here. It's so weird because apparently. Juan and um, Robin literally live right down the street from me. Down the street. They're always around. And, and, like, I've never run into them. Like, I want to just... Miss Mia is all up, all literally down the road. She's literally down the road, too. How you haven't run into her around, that, like, those parts is well, crazy. Is she lives in Baltimore, but I can guarantee she does not hang out in Baltimore. Like, there's only a handful of nice places to go in Baltimore City. And it's around... Hard- I'm not going to give out, like, her address, but it's it's know, in that ex- area. I know the exact building that she loves at. Yep. And there's not a lot of very nice places to go in Baltimore City, so I can guarantee she's, like, going to D.C. or Virginia or, like, Baltimore County to hang out, so... Oh, yeah, she's... But I think that's why I feel like she's around this area majority. Yeah. Bring, uh, bring back my girls. The day that I run into one of them, I'm going to be so excited. So, uh I don't know which one I wanted to be first. Oh my God. I can't wait. Um, next up, I just have to bring this up because I'm very confused by it. Selena Gomez was spotted at dinner or hanging out with Tyga in West Hollywood. And I want to know why. I I don't know. Tyga and Kylie Dunn. Kylie has two babies with Travis Scott now, honey. Oh, I thought one was with Tyga. No, Tyga has the babies with black China. 
So here's the little breakdown. <laughs> Selena Gomez dated Justin Bieber. Yeah. Who is now married to Haley Bieber. Uh-huh. She is best friends with Kendall and Kylie. Who Kylie dated Tyga when she was 17. Let's not forget that we as America just let that happen and acted like it was normal. Um who then also had a baby with Black China, who then got together with Rob Kardashian and had a kid, Dream Kardashian. This whole, it's a lot. And I don't know why Selena needs to get involved. You know, wasn't Selena going through a very tough time when her and Justin Bieber broke up? Like, she was going through it. You know, there's two things I really like about Selena. That she went away for two years and then came back and was like, I'm ready for revenge. Like, I'm going for it. Well, actually, three things. Two, she's always in her bag. She is acting, producing. I'm not watching anything, but she's, she's working. She's working. She's a working And girl. I respect working women. Yeah. And then three, how much Britney Spears loves Selena Gomez for no reason. It's really weird that, like, at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday, she'll just post a picture of Selena and then delete it, like, an hour later. <laughs> but, like, I... You think Britney is Selena's biggest fan? A thousand percent. Really? She invited her to her wedding for no reason. She loves her. She, like, will literally post be like, this girl brings a smile to my, like, life. And, uh, and then, like, we'll just delete it, like, an hour later. I'm like, what is going on there? I love that. That's her biggest, her biggest fan is Listen, Britney Spears. Britney's been away for 13 years, uh, not having social media access, but she's always kept an eye out for Selena. And I <laughs> love that. Selena. <laughs> we are keeping an eye out. I just think it's messy. Also, why are you in West Hollywood? Isn't that where the gays are at? Like, what are you doing? Well, Tyga, that's something we need to break down. Like, what is what is women's fascination with Tiger? Because he's literally hideous. What are the trans girls' fascination with Tiger? Well, what do you think? He probably likes to dip his, um, his paws into the trans pond. It's just there's been many alleged rumors that he likes the girls. He likes the dolls. Yeah. And we love that for the dolls, but we want the dolls to look for a little bit better. Yeah. This is a PSA for the dolls to do better. And not go for Tyga. Yeah, he's disgusting. It kind of makes my skin crawl. I just... and, But I do miss the days where Kylie was, like, a music video girl. Like, she yeah. would be in those, and it was, like... What was that, like, era? Like, King Kylie? Oh, my God. This is, like, bringing it me back. Where she would be, like... Kind of, like... We have hot sensation. She really thought, like, she was that it girl. And, like, people were, like, she's going to do music. And, honestly... Rise and shine. Like, we need that. Like, I want that back. But, God, that's something I... Someone needs to do a documentary. I know I'd watch. The thing is, you can't do documentaries on the Kardashians because they are so scripted. And they will tell the documentary people exactly what they want to document and not document and talk about and not talk about. So it's like everything that you watch on the Kardashians, you've seen it a million times because they're showing what Cur- they want to show. It's curated and calculated. And they're hiding what they want to hide. So like every time I watch one of those like stories on them, like, yeah, this is exactly what we've We've known. You're never going to hear anything new. You're never going to hear anything new because that shit is going to the grave with all of them. All of them. They all know how to keep a secret, which I really appreciate in a girl. (laughs) We do like the girls that know how to keep their mouth shut. I love the ones that can take it to the grave and they will take bodies to to the the grave. grave And they're going down. Yes. What do you have for me? So a few weeks ago, my husband told us about this guy named Andrew Tate. Oh, yeah. And... 
I swear he only pops up on like men's for you pages on like Instagram and TikTok. And the th- I've heard my husband listening to his videos and they're like very inappropriate. They're, he's like yelling. He's he, like, like screams. He doesn't have like a normal tone to his voice. He like screams and he's very like in your face, pushy, like blunt, just a nasty shitty human being and he hates women I, that's the only thing that i've gotten he, no, from he, listening to the videos off of my husband's phone my husband blares them while taking shits on the toilet so. he hates women i were seeing that he did I, he came up on my like for you page once and it's like him being like you don't buy a lamborghini to impress uh girls girls aren't impressed by lamborghinis you're only going to impress a 10 year old boy so you're a pedophile if you like lamborghinis you buy a lamborghini for yourself or you'll never get bitches you don't get pussy if you don't like have a lamborghini i was like it made no sense i was like i don't i don't understand what's happening like what what are we idolizing this man for i have no idea but i did hear that andrew tate got banned on what is it and he was Instagram. Was he Instagram and Facebook, both Instagram and like Facebook. But he other. needs to be banned off of TikTok because I think all these young kids are watching his TikToks where he's talking about the most outrageous things when it comes to women and sex and how you should treat women and how you should treat having sex with women. I've heard him say some disgusting things, but I'm just going to say this about that. He got permanently banned off of Twitter in 2017 for saying women belong in the home and that rape victim, rape victims bear responsibility for their their attack. So in 2017, he thought it was a good idea to tweet that on Twitter. And they said, absolutely not. You will never come back here. You are now permanently banned. But for some reason, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok let him go about his shit. And Facebook and Instagram just got hip to it and banned him. But TikTok still lets his videos trend on these young boys for you pages. Elon Musk, if he actually buys Twitter, he'll, he'll bring him back because he's trash. And then so this guy, Andrew Tate, also said that he is a trillionaire. Okay. That he is not a millionaire. He is a trillionaire. And I looked up how many trillionaires there are in the world. And there's no way that he's one. He reminds me of a tender swindler. Yeah, he gives that. He gives, like, this weird, I'm all over the place energy, but I'm, like, a fake and a phony, and I want everybody to like me, and I'm going to say all these crazy things to try to get followers and fans, and I'm literally just... Yeah, I think he made, like, a video, he's like, you sh- you're not a real man if you know the girl you're talking to's birthday. Because then you're, you're, you're doing things, like, you're not, you don't have, like, your eye on the prize then. And I'm I, like, what the fuck? I just recently saw a video of him talking about, now, I, I'm not going to say this word by word because I didn't refine the video, but I remember seeing a video where he said that young girls are more attractive than older girls because oh. young girls have had less sex in their life yep. than older girls. So he was basically referring to, like, 17-year-olds being more attractive than girls that are above the age of 18 because they've had less sex with men. And they're not going to put up with, like, men's bulls, like, things. Yeah. That's foul. And this was, like, a trending video. Like, this had millions and millions of views and comments and likes and shares. And you let this kind of video get into these kids' hands and then... These it's, young boys that look up to this weird-ass guy... Are going to think this is okay. Are going to think that this type of behavior is okay, and it's just absolutely disgusting. Like, every time I hear one of these guys' videos 
on my husband's phone, I want to take my husband's phone out of his hand and break it in half because, like, he shouldn't be listening to this shit either. Yeah, no. Also, one, you know how I feel about bald men. Ew, he's... You know how I feel. They shouldn't be trusted. They shouldn't <sighs> be... We should not be listening or taking advice. Why is man. Why is our youth listening to the bald? You can't even grow your hair and you want me to listen to you. Yeah, your like, hair you left you. find a hair care system that works for you, <laughs> but you want me to you're, listen to your bullshit. You're telling me you're a trillionaire? And you haven't had one hair plug put in? Yeah. No transplant? Nothing? No. I don't believe it. And the fact that he, like, makes these videos and somehow still gets girls is out of my mind. Like, how does any respectable girl see what he's putting out on the internet and then still having sex with him? Because I feel like it's, like, the Hugh Hefner type of situation where it's, like, you just, you know what you're getting yourself into and you're just hoping that, like... If after the 10 minutes is over, that like, hopefully you can leave with, like, maybe 60,000 more followers. Like, maybe. There's a good hope. Okay, so while we're on this topic, um, the other day on TikTok, Holly and what's her name? Bridget. And Bridget were on somebody's podcast. Yes. And they were talking about what it takes to be invited back to the Playboy Mansion. Or yes. it took for back in the day to get invited back to the Playboy Mansion. And I guess it's, like, it wasn't, like, I didn't see the full clip. I didn't listen to the full podcast. But basically what they were saying is it's like an orgy where Hef is having sex with all of these girls at a party. I guess it's like an or I don't I don't know, like a sex party where there's just multiple girls and it's Hef and he wants to have sex with them for like seconds and that they had to all bite the bullet and decide who's going to go on first and decide who is going to go first. And like, you know, so I listen. Hold on. I love (laughs) This is Heather McDonald, Juicy Scoop. She is was it amazing. on Heather McDonald? It was on Heather McDonald, okay, Juicy Scoop. Was, yeah. And we'll give her credit for this because she actually, when Holly and them do interviews, it's always boring. They never want to talk about it. The only thing I wish they would have talked about, and I'm sure they probably told her we're not going to, is Kendra. Because I wish they would finally just open up and say why we hate her. Yeah. But like... The fact that they were on there, it was actually, they were giving up some juice. Yeah, like, I they, mean, it was very juicy. They said that Hef was gay. So they're like, of course he's tried it. I love that they brought up Quaaludes. Yeah. They love the Quaaludes. And well, well they were of the older men like Quaaludes. That yeah. was back in their time was Quaaludes. But I love that the girls were like, we never did that. We just like to drink. I'm like, yeah, I don't believe I, it, but okay. Yeah. I love Bridget. I've always been a Bridget stan. I've always been a Holly stan. I've always liked Kendra until like she got too boring. But I just... I want to know how they had to decide. Like, I love that Bridget on that interview was like, well, I always wanted to be first so I could just get it over with and be done. And I was like, smart girl. And she was like, you also had to just hope that the other girls weren't dirty. Like, yeah, we had like testing staff that would test the girls for STDs and stuff like that. But you had to hope that they were being honest. And there's no condom. And thinking in their mind that they were in a relationship with Hef and they weren't having sex anybody other than half. So there would be like these orgies where you're like having sex with multiple girls and there was no condom. So it would be like he had sex with one for 10 seconds and then he stuck it in the other one for five seconds and then the next one for 20 seconds. So it's like you just had to like go down the line and Bridget was basically saying, I always wanted to be first. I wanted to rip the bandaid off and I wanted to be the first one to have sex with him. Not only because I didn't want to get an STD and I didn't trust these girls, but like I was also just so disgusted. I knew I just had to get it over with really quick and like you just close your eyes and it's over with. (laughs) I respect her for that. I really do. I think she was smart and I just, I do think it's funny. I think that they're more open to share things, but I do think that they are still like a little like, 
I didn't do this. I didn't have to do this. And I'm like, well, I feel like they didn't want to talk about these things while he was still alive. Just for the fact that they didn't want to like throw him under the bus. Cause at the end of the day, these girls are still very loyal to him. Yeah. Oh, not Holly. Not Holly anymore. She's done. No. Yeah. She's been done. But a lot of the girls like that have been in playboy or like done the whole playboy, like girlfriend type thing. They stay very loyal to him and they don't like stray outside the box. His last wife still crystal. That one girl, like she was the final one and they got married and like left him the first wedding day and then came back. And they got married. She still won't talk. And I'm like, I want to know her story. Yeah. Because that's a story right there. Eventually, she'll come out and talk about it. But I'm sure, like, these girls are traumatized. Like, these little sex parties sound absolutely traumatizing. So. Horrible. I mean, I will say, though, Girls Next Door was a hit. Oh, my God. It was such a hit. I remember this coming on when I was, like, in middle school. I think. fresh in middle school and being, like. I want to be one of these girls. That needs to be one of your binge shows before the kids come. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Go back in and watch Girls Next Door because, like, it was iconic. It was iconic. And it was just so insane that they, like, opened the doors to the Playboy Mansion and, like, showed what day-to-day life was like inside of there because it was such taboo back then. And try to normalize all these young girls dating an 87-year-old. Yeah. And I love when they would have parties <sighs> and they would, the like, go get their hair done. And, like, get these outfits and, like, them getting ready. And then, like, all these, like, crazy props, like, water slides and, like, fireworks and, like, the zoo. And <laughs> but I always love, and Heather McDonald during the podcast, I like that she talks about this, too. She used to make fun of Holly being, like, you're 19. You like Casablanca? You like the old movie yeah. nights? That's what you like? Like, it is true. Like, what are you talking about? Like, there's no way, like, I guess now she's she's still like uh, running with that story but like girl could you imagine me like 19 years old and Hef's like why don't we all lay down and have a movie night and then afterwards I'm gonna have sex with each and every one of you and we're gonna watch Casablanca we're gonna watch black and white movies for the rest of your next two years and really you're just 19 years old living in Beverly Hills and you want to go out in like Hollywood and drink your fucking face off and, and shove things up out. your nose and yeah. they can't even go out. They have like a curfew and like a bedtime. Well, the and other girls really got it better because Holly was in the room with him 24 seven. Oh my God. Like why did she have to live with him? I feel so bad for her. Could you imagine? But she loved it during the moment. I think she really, she wanted to be number one and oh, until yeah. she realized she wasn't getting that kid. I think she would have stuck out like Crystal did. Yeah. Good for her. This week's topic. I thought it would be fun to talk about something that the girlies get very excited about. What is that? (laughs) Hit me with it. This is going to be controversial because I know a lot of girlies that love these types of things. You're ready to be controversial yet brave. and Brave. Very brave. And that is these MLM schemes. If you don't know what MLM means, it means multi-level pyramid schemes. Such as Monet, LuLaRoe, <laughs> and like all these dieting supplements and like trends you see on the internet or like your friends trying to pitch to you. So like, you know, a lot of the girls my age that I went to high school with, yeah, a lot of stay-at-home moms, they give in to these MLMs and they make money off of recruiting other people to sign up for these MLMs. So it's like weekly that I have... A boss babe girly popping in my inbox <laughs> asking me to join her MLM. 
we love the girl bosses. I love But the what girl I don't boss. need, and I'll say allegedly we don't know for sure. We're just making accusations that we think that these companies are, but yeah, they are. Um, yes. They are. I mean, like, I had this one girl messaging me every week, probably since we've gotten out of high school. And it's like, hey, have you heard of Airborne? <laughs> hey, I think we, you'd be really great. I would love to take you out for coffee. Hey, are you free to do dinner this week? And I'm like, honey, I can't. I can't do it. I can't be a part of this trap. Oh, my God. I've had so many friends that get sucked in to these MLM schemes and then they'll constantly try to pitch a product to me when I know damn well it's an MLM and like they're not making any real money off of this. Like, also, buy your shampoo at the store. <laughs> buy your fucking shampoo at the goddamn store, like the rest of but us. I'm not done. So they try to pitch me these products and they try to get me to buy, you know, the products from the MLS, MLM scheme, or they try to get me to sign up to sell one of these products and they get so mad at me when I tell them no. And I'm like, for your own good, I am telling you no. Like I'm telling you to get out. And they're like, well, you're not going to support my business. Sweetheart, this is not your business. There is somebody above you making millions of millions of dollars when you're making pennies on the dollar. Like it is not a valuable business but I do know some people that I made it like super high into these MLMs so I'm obsessed with MLMs I love the Lulu Row documentary Mm -hmm. just like it was the first big MLM that got cut off by the knees and the the owners of Lulu Row were just like so flabbergasted that everybody thought it was a scam but I'm absolutely obsessed with them and I can't get enough of it. And I just went to like a farmer's market with my mom and one of her friends where somebody was selling like old Lulu, Lulu row leggings. And my mom's friend was like, Oh my God, Caitlin, these are so cute. Like they have ones with like French bulldogs on them. I was like, you do not buy from them. No, (laughs) you don't buy the leggings from the farmer's market. These people have put their like life savings into buying a bulk amount of leggings and this is why they're still going to these farmers market and trying to sell these old ass leggings is because they put everything that they had into buying these leggings and the whole business flopped and they're just trying to make some money back. Yeah. Well, I love, there's a woman that lives not too like around the country club around I live near and they, she turned her garage into a shop mm-hmm. and she will post on like these Facebook groups being like, Linda's shop is back open this week from like 10 to four, like come on by and like try on these leggings. And it's a full unfinished garage with just racks and racks and racks of clothing. And I'm like, your poor husband, your poor, poor husband that is just trying to get out of debt at this point. Just trying to break even what these, what they do, these people and they get so, and they, I will say these companies are really good because they're cults. Yeah, they're They're, cults. they're full cults. The girls from high school that are selling hair care that are like every second of the day fully just promoting the stuff that I'm like, you have to take a break. Why? Where? <laughs> Come up for air, please. Oh, Stop please. With the shampoo. Someone, <laughs> like you, they're, you're flooded. Like you are drinking the shampoo at this rate. What you are have you to doing? Be drinking the shampoo at this rate. What are you doing? And I want to know. I know. I want to be dicey with this. I we know someone that does the hair care and like 
but they also have everyone in their family does a variation of these type of brands. Yeah. And that's it. And I'm like, someone needs to, like, Instagram needs to be able to say to this family, you can't create another Instagram. No. With no more brands. You gotta stop. No more emails. No more Instagrams. One of you have to get a real job. Yeah. I just need one of you because... What, also, what about taxes? How does this... I don't even know. I won't get into it. But how does this work? Like, I'm sure it's like a 1099, a W-9. Where probably. Like you're an independent contractor. But like, why isn't anyone... Because here's the thing. I know that I have friends in my corner that would stop me, such as yourself. And you'd be like, no, no, no. Stop. You're not doing you're this. You're not doing this. No, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step in and say, cut it out. We're, we're calling the bank. We're canceling the order. We're getting you out of this. Why? Where are the friends? Where are the family? What is happening? They were like, no one's gonna be like. They just see this golden opportunity where like these other boss babes and stay-at-home moms are making money, and they're like, I'm gonna do the same. And I love when it's like in the trips. Let's talk about the trips. So this is what I this is what I want to talk about. I didn't understand the trend and the MLM schemes until I watched the documentary and there's levels to this shit. It's not like you just sign up and you just start pitching this product on people. There is levels to what they tell you to post on social media to get people to buy into your bullshit. So one of the things that they tell you to do is start posting all of your successes, whether you go and you buy yourself a Michael Kors bag, you post that you bought that Michael Kors bag with the money you made from your MLM scheme, or whether your husband bought you and the family a new house, you post and you say, the money that I made from my MLM scheme bought me, my husband, and these kids this house. So you start posting your successes that way. So then I started realizing the girls that are selling this, that I, the girls that I know from high school, from middle school, whatever, throughout life that are selling these products are doing the exact same thing. Yeah. They're, they're promoting all of their successes are due to the MLM scheme that they're a part of. And it's so bizarre to me. It could be something as tiny as they went to a baseball game and they're like, thank you so much to the, to the MLM scheme that helped me buy the tickets for me and my family to go watch this baseball game. We just had a great trip at New Jersey's beach and it, we wouldn't be able to do this without yeah. insert brand. And, you know, I, I finally saw the trend of what they tell you to do. And then I also see a bunch of, like, other women commenting on it and being like, I would love to, like, get some more information on this. Like, basically, like, you know, this MLM scheme helped me buy this Michael Kors bag. If you want to buy a Michael Kors bag, you should reach out to me today to get started. And then there's, like, all these girls in the comments, like, I've always wanted a Michael Kors bag. Like, that's my dream bag. Like, I would love to get that kind of bag. And, you know, I'm not hating, but I'm just saying... The trends to this shit. There's levels to, to this it. multi-level marketing shit. And that's why I say... I love to see that's, it. And then they... It's kind of like, okay, and if you hit this level, then you get a trip. Yeah. And then the if trips. you get this many people signed up, you mm-hmm. get a trip. And then what I love is the wording that they don't call it... Um, they don't call it like a... They, they call it like a reunion trip. Yeah. Like it's a reunion. It's not a like vacation. company or vacation. It's a reunion or that we're going to go to the Dominican Republic. We're going to go to Vegas. We're going to go... And I'm like, 
I would love to be a fly on the wall. I would love to be a fly on the wall. At one of these conference centers of these girls that probably don't know how to interact with each other because all they're doing is spending 24-7 on their phone trying to hawk this product to random strangers. They're just trying to make content to push out. It's... And, I mean, I love girl bosses and women supporting women, but at some rate, I think we went a little too far down that road. Oh, my God. It's kind of exhausting, but it all came together when I watched the Lulu LaRoe. That was a good one. And they were, like, they were fully, like, um, indicted and stuff like that. Yeah. That shit was just at warehouses in parking lots, not covered, just being rained on, mm -hmm. still trying to sell it. Mm -hmm. People were out of their homes, their cars. People literally lost everything. Like, the, isn't it Mary Kay that did, like, the pink Cadillacs? Yeah. And, like, there was, like, the... I've seen a picture not too long ago where it was, like, a lot of just, like, old pink Escalades because they take them away from you, which, awkward. But, like, that's insane. I love when I'm, like, on the highway. And you see and a, a pink, pink one? A pink Cadillac comes cruising by, and I'm like, look at that boss, babe. <laughs> like, like, come on, girl boss. Two honks for the girl boss. I mean, imagine how many, like, home parties she had to do to get that pink Escalade. Let's talk... One of we won't say the name of it, but the big sex toy brand that does it—that's yeah. an MLM. That has to be. Oh yeah, definitely. And is. I uh, still get emails. I went to one of these like. Did we go to one together? I think so. I went to one. Yeah. Probably ten years ago, like one of these sex toy parties ten years ago. I've gone to and many. Every two weeks, I get an email from the company trying to get me to buy more sex toys. I don't even think I bought anything. Maybe I did because I felt bad. Like I was like, I well, did, I'm yeah. here. You know, they bought a cheese tray <laughs> and a vegetable tray, and I feel like I owe them something. So maybe I bought something like You have silly. to put in your percentage for the Costco tray. <laughs> You're like, okay, well, I did show up. You don't want to be the rude one. Yeah. <laughs> I think I bought something silly, and, like, I don't even know what it was. But, like, you know, you can just go to Amazon and buy these types of things. You don't have to go to a party and have, like, other people explain how to use it and, like... And watch you buy it. And then it, I love when they do the party and then you go into a separate room to buy yours. And it's like, okay, you're going to walk out the back. Like, what? It's so awkward. It's so awkward. I've been to a few, and I'm telling each time... And there's one girl that I'll never forget. She... I still and follow her on Facebook, and she'll still message me being like, this new summer stuff's out. And I'm like... One, I'm a man. Do I need the fucking jackrabbit? What is that going to do for me? Like, chill out. And she will literally be like, but I, well, she is the ultimate girl boss because she came out with a book and she is an author. And I won't say the title of it, but I'm just saying, I want to know her story because I'm like, did you write a book on like how she, and she does the same thing where it's like, I bought this house. I'm, this is, my husband doesn't have to work and gets to stay home with mm-hmm. my kids. Because I'm slinging sex toys out. And I'm like, wow, good for you, girl. I just had a brilliant idea. And it's a sex toy party geared towards gay men. So it's all, like, sex toys that gay men would use. Honestly, probably would hit in D.C. really well. Okay, hold on. We have to cut this out and (laughs) get into the business real quick. Because that's actually really good. Could you imagine... Get a little harnesses. Because all the sex toy parties I've been to, they have things that are used, like, vaginally. Yeah. They're not, like... For men. For men. And then like, when they yeah, do they, have to deal with a guy, they're like, you could use this. And I'm like, that's not 
Okay, got it. Yeah, like, they have lubes and stuff. Like, yeah. the flavored lubes or, like, the ones that tingle or the ones that, like, make it cold or I don't fucking know. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah, I don't know. And now... The one, if you had one that was geared towards sex products that men would use, that would hit. That, that would, would totally hit. hit. Also, but now Target sells them. Target sells, like, a full... They have a full range of toys for men and women. Really? Oh, full. Like, it's ins- Next time I scroll down the aisle, I'll send you a nice photo. Because let me just tell you something. I think I did. Remember, I sent it to you after... I sent one picture to you for... It was, like, a guy something. And I said, you should give this to Eric for his birthday for... After you have your kid and say, I gave you your prize. <laughs> you gave you your prizes. This is it. Nothing would make me feel more uncomfortable than buying a sex toy at Target. Going to, like, this checkout line where there's, like... A 17-year-old kid working and him having to scan my sex toy items and then bag them. Or it pulls up and then the error message is like, do you want your four-year warranty on the dildo? <laughs> like, is that what you want? Like, I already feel, like, absolutely disgusting when I, like, go and buy pregnancy tests. Like, I'd feel so degraded. Like, you know, I'm never going to judge people. I don't people. want people to know that I'm... It's either they either think like, oh, she must have had an accident or like, oh, she probably buys tons of these or, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to judge. But I will say there was a girl in the checkout line the other day and she had a test and I was like, good for her. Not trying to hide it, conceal it in a basket. Just she oh, was no. there for I that one it. thing. I wrap it up. I wrap it up. I get a shirt no. or something. I wrap it up. I don't want it to be seen. Oh, no. I respected this woman because she had no basket, no phone in her hand, nothing. She said, I have two free hands and one is holding this pregnancy test. The only thing I didn't respect is it was the store brand. And I was like, girl, do you want to know or not? <laughs> like, what are you, what are you, you're just wasting like 20 bucks now. For what reason? Are just, you trying to find out two weeks before your wrist period or not? Yeah. Because... Or are you just playing a game? Because now you're just playing, you're just throwing money out the window. But oh I respect God. a girl that is brave. I mean, that also takes me back to the days that I, I used to have to buy condoms, which was a very long time ago. We're like... You know, you're like, you know, I just want to have some condoms lying around in case, like, I have a, a friend over. You have a nice... <laughs> and I would literally die buying condoms because I felt like everybody was judging me. Like, is she a prostitute? Is she a whore? Is, What's happening? Why is she buying condoms? Is she having sex with guys that can't afford to buy condoms? Do guys not supply them for her? Um, like, what is her situation? Like, I, I felt so degraded buying condoms and... This is where I would like to work at a CVS for one just night, like a good Friday night or in a Friday night and a Saturday morning for when like everyone's getting their stuff and I'd be like, how was your night? Like, I would just create like a little like... (laughs) Fun little conversation, like, ooh, gonna have fun tonight. I like, you stop at a liquor store and got yeah. some <laughs> <laughs> Hope you got a guy's Sauvignon Blanc, like, for their night. Oh, my God. That is so awkward. You know, I just asked my husband the other day. I said, have you ever gone to a girl's house? Because, obviously, he was with girls other than me before. Let's hope. <laughs> I hope. Anyways, I asked him, have you ever gone to a girl's house and, like, taken a shower or gone in the bathroom and there's Vagisil, like, the vaginal wash, just, like, in the bathroom? And he was like, no. And I'm like, you lie like a bitch. Why do I ask you these questions when I know you're just going to lie straight to my face? Because, like, you have had sex with some dirty (laughs) bitches. And you're trying to tell me that you have never gone to a girl's bathroom and just spotted, like... One of those vaginal deodorant sprays that you spray a little on vaginal wipe, yeah, or a vaginal wipe on the back of the toilet, or you went to go take a shower and there was like vaginal hoo ha wash uh, yes. just sitting 
in the shower. Like, why do you lie? So he and he, he stuck with the story? He stuck with the story. He said, no, I have never done that. But one time I went and stayed with my aunt and I took a shower at their house and I saw, um, I wasn't sure what it was, but it said feminine wash and I used feminine wash all over my body. And then I came out and told them that I used feminine wash all over my body. And they told me that it was for the vaginas. <laughs> Here's the thing. He might not be lying. He just might not be all up there in the head. And he's probably seen it a million times, just not knowing what the hell it is. Because I used to go to house parties back in the day and open up the shower curtain to see what they were working with in the shower. Like, are you using, like... So you're that nosy <laughs> kind of girl. professional, like, hair care. Or do you have Vagisil in your shower? What kind of soap are we working with? Like, so I you're the you're know. the nosy little bitch that oh, likes to go. I am so nosy. I want to yeah. know if you have Vagisil in your shower. I want everyone to know if you invite me into your home, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. If I go to the bathroom, I am just going to peek. I just want to know, what are the products? I'm looking in the cabinets. I'm opening the drawers. Medicine cabinet. Oh, you want to? Oh, you're going deep. I'm going deep. I am nosy. Like, please don't invite me to your house unless you don't want me to be nosy. I will literally go to people's houses and ask them for a home tour, and like, I, I want just to see. I catch them off guard. Like, they only, you know, they plan for you to be in the foyer in the living room. That's it. That's it. And I'm like, I would love a tour, and they're like, uh... I would like to see your master bedroom right now, unannounced. So what does your master bathroom look like? And then then when we're in your bedroom, I'm going to let you know that I need to use the restroom immediately because I want to know what's going on in there. I'm just so nosy when it comes to other people's houses. I love nighttime walking. Like, I like to walk the dogs at nighttime and people have their blinds open. Are you about to assume I think you're (laughs) going Because I like to just look in people's houses and see what's going on in there. Okay, peeping Tom. I'm nosy. Like, what do you expect? I have no fucking life. <laughs> I love th- you are being so vulnerable. You can't tell me you don't like looking at people's houses and see what they're working with. I'm going to say it in this way. The politically correct way is I love driving around during Christmas season <laughs> <laughs> and seeing what the decorations are on the inside. Yeah, like, what that happens way. if you have your blinds open and I see that it's a straight hoarding situation? Like, you have boxes piled up, <laughs> up to, to the, the ceiling. ceiling. I want to know these types of things. And I want to go in that house and I want to figure out why you can't let go of the Jotskis. Yeah, I want to know, like, where are you buying the furniture? Where did this come from? How much did that cost? I'm nosy No, see, I will say I'm nosy in the way of where I will ask the questions where people are like, that is not okay to ask. And I'm like, no, I want to know. Like, if someone's like, oh, I got this nice couch. I'm like, where'd you get it? How much? How much you pay for it? Like, I want to know. I, did you take out a line of credit or did you pay cash? <laughs> no, see, no, that I'll keep in the head because I'll, I'll be like, I'll make my own assumption. I probably will know. You'll know. I'd like to You'll ask know. the weird questions. But like I like that. to ask the question because why? Why are we hiding it? Why? Don't gatekeep where you got your couch. Don't gatekeep where you got anything. No, I'd like to know. I like to be a nosy bitch, but back to the MLMs for the girls that, that are gatekeeping. You know what also is really crazy to me is the girls that are selling the shampoo, they mm-hmm. don't have stock on hand. So they're just giving you codes. So I could just do that online. Like, I don't need you to sell me the shampoo. I've never tried to buy it, so I have no idea how no, it works. They have to, like, order it for you. They can't even... So it's not even like, okay, I'll be at your house in two hours with your order. It's like, okay, it'll come in two to three business days after I place your order. What What is that? Why do you need that? Go to Ulta. Get your hair care. Move I on. I have no idea, but my dad um, 
you know, my parents got divorced and he loved the ladies. And at the <laughs> time, that. Avon and Mary Kay were a huge thing when I was growing up. And of course, I'm like a young girl getting into the makeup thing. And he would have all these girlfriends that were selling like Avon, Mary Kay, whatever it was. And I constantly had his bitches dropping off bags of Avon shit, <laughs> like Mary Kay shit. I had so much Mary Kay and Avon stuff. It was unreal. My friends would come to my house and be like, we literally have like, you know, there's like fake kid palettes of like eyeshadows yes. and like the weird lip glosses. Yes. I had full on Avon Mary Kay palettes, beyond palettes of eyeshadows and eyeliners and mascaras and lip gloss kits. You should have held on to those. <laughs> like my dad would be like, oh, you sell makeup? I have a daughter uh, that likes makeup. And they'd be like, I will drop off a suitcase full of makeup at midnight <laughs> for your daughter. I mean, honestly, it was good that your dad was doing hitting two birds with one stone. Oh my God. I remember then like Avon, I think it was Avon is what I usually would get. And then they started coming out with, like, candles and, like, bath stuff and lotion and curling irons and blow dryers. I had so much shit, and I was just rolling in it, and I thought, I am so cool because I'm so young, and I have all this makeup, and, like, other people's ki- other, other people's parents would not buy makeup for them. No. I had my dad's bitches just hand-picking <laughs> the greatest picks from Avon at the time. But dropping all them the housewives wanted. All the housewives around the community wanted this, and oh you had God. it. Loved it. You know what a brand that I am very, like, I'm on the line. I can't. I'm. I know it most likely is leading to an MLM. The wax melt brand, Scentsy. Yes. Now I'm gonna say this. I don't. I'm not saying that they are. I'm just saying how they have not been put into a store this like far in. You love the Scentsy stuff. Uh, not anymore. I'm not giving anymore. up. I like can't. I'm now. I I like to just purchase from a store now. I'm done with. You used I, to be a Scentsy girly, and you'd be like hunting for the Scentsy Hunting. Finds. I had to go to a goddamn trade show to get fucking Scentsies to get clean linen. <laughs> Why? Why was I doing this? For what? It was insane. But like, they're still never in like a store. And I have friends that still buy from. Them. I had one friend that literally had. She was like, be like, no, she's a dealer. She's mm-hmm. my dealer. The because dealer. She texts me all weird hours of the night, aggressive as hell. Like, hey, you didn't respond to my message. I saw you opened it. What's going on? Like, I, do you want me to come over? And like, fully would just drop off a bag of samples. And, like, unannounced. It's, like, that's crazy behavior. But I respected it because at least that was, like, the hip- that's the best MLM I think you could find. A yeah. nice little scent. I'm not mad at that. I have tons of friends on Facebook or Instagram that sell that brand. And I love when they're having, like, new launches. Like, whether it's, like, oh, yeah. the, the laundry pods mm-hmm. or, like, the sprays or, like, now they make, like, stuffed animals Jesus that Christ. smell good, I guess. I don't really know what the fuck it is, but they always make these launches like it's a national holiday. Oh, yeah. Like, you guys. The world's stopping today. 12 p.m. on Tuesday, they are launching a stuffed animal that smells like cinnamon apples. Stop what you're fucking doing. Quit your job. Put a timer on your phone. 
so at Tuesday at 12 o'clock, you know that this launch is happening. And I'm like, wow, I love how in the in your face they are when it comes to like these new products. And launches. the girls buy into it. Oh, they buy into it and they roll around in it. They love it. I, this is going to make me want to go to Sensi.com after this. But at least Sensi.com, you can still order it. These like shampoo websites, you can't order just, you can't just go on and order it. You, you have can go to, on Sensi and just buy it yourself. You can just buy it yourself. But they want you to have like a dealer and they want you to have, they want, they want it to be weird. And I just wish it wasn't like, I would like to find, but I'm like, how have they not done like a partnership at like a Bed Bath & Beyond or a Target or some type of like. If it wasn't an MLM, they would be at a Bed Bath & Beyond, a Target. Immediately. A CVS. Something. Anything. They would kill. If they were in like a Bed Bath & Beyond or a Target, they would kill it but there's a reason that they're not in there why has no one gone on shark tank with the sensies and been like we're trying to transition from the mlm into being a real brand yeah okay so this week's reddit question i had to break this down so i was looking and it said i f29 have a single gay best friend and my other best friend who's f30 she also has a gay best friend as well I was thinking that we should set them up for a blind date and for them to meet. Does this sound like a good idea? And I'm going to fucking tell you how many times I fucking have heard this story. I have seen this movie before, and I do not like the ending. It's going to be a no, and it should always be a no. And this is a PSA for all straights to know this. Just because you know one gay and then somebody else knows another... You're a dumb bitch if you think that those gays haven't already known each other. They have probably already blown each other. They have already fucked, or they have already hated each other. There, but they, I'm telling you, they know each other. There's, you're never gonna surprise someone. We know everyone in the community. We know everyone in, I in a hundred mile radius. <laughs> I'd be shocked if you were to throw and be like, I know this guy, Michael, and guess what? I'm like Michael, I've never heard of him. Who is he? Oh my god, that's not happening. It's never going to happen. I think this is the funniest topic ever because obviously I've known you forever and you've been gay forever. <laughs> yes, very true. Um, I have so many friends that are like, you know what's crazy? You know Garrett. He is gay. I have a gay friend um, and I think that they should meet. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, so Garrett has probably already stalked them on social media, mm-hmm. knows everything about them, hates them, or they've already dipped into that pond, and it's, it's a no-go. It's a no-go. I love when people always approach me, and they're like, you have a single gay friend. I have a single gay friend. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. It's a no from me, dog. It is a fucking no from me, dog. And it's not because I don't want to help Garrett find love. It's because people think that because they know another gay person, that these two gay people are just automatically going to click. And it's going to work. Like, they're thinking in their mind, my friend Garrett has been longing to meet another gay man. Like, he doesn't know any. (laughs) He doesn't know a single other 27 years of life, and I have not met one other. So, thank God (laughs) Ashley has found the one for me. Yeah, I love that. They're like, you know, I thought... (laughs) I'm going to stop you in that thought, and I'm going to tell you it's a fucking no. Garrett doesn't want to meet your friend. No, and the last time that I was... And here's the thing is, I've done the generous, like, 
all right, I'll entertain it. I know the person already, or I know of the person, Mm -hmm. but I'll entertain it. And the last time that I entertained this little thought with someone, it was a friend of a friend, and they were like, come on out, you you can meet him and all this stuff. And I get there. And it was a fuck-ass no. It was a, not even like, I'm going to get a full drink. I got to, I'm just, I'm getting in my car. And I'm leaving, not saying goodbye. I didn't go here. I'm embarrassed. I'm so sorry to everyone that for myself. It's like a full like, you know what? Don't be generous to the gays that think that they should be generous in these situations. It's the young gays that need to know Mm -hmm. you don't do this, and don't ever do it when you're older either because it just gets worse. So I have a question because a lot of people are like, I wasn't asking. So they'll say like, you know, I know that you're friends with Garrett. He's gay. I have a gay friend, and when I say no, not he's not interested. I'm not interested in helping. This isn't a fucking charity, number one. Yeah, no. And, two, <laughs> and then they say to me, well, I wasn't implying that they date each other. I'm just saying that they should be friends. I don't... I have enough friends. Do you have a lot of gay friends? I have a good amount of gay friends and that I don't need any more. And if I want it, I'd rather it be organic than not... Like forced. Yeah, like absolutely... Like that... One, what am I going on a blind friend date? Yeah. The fuck is that? I mean, as soon as I asked you that, I thought in my head, when have I ever been hooked up on a friend date? Like, you know, I have a, a girlfriend that comes to me and says, I have a friend. And let me tell you how this is going to work. <laughs> and if they're close to, let, let me break this down to you. Okay, so usually then it ends up being like two tops, two bottoms being friends now. Okay, so what are we going to, we're we going to talk about how you railed the same guy that I railed two years ago? Is that what we're going to talk yeah, about? Yeah, like you passed around the same dude. Yeah, let me just tell you, it's all a pass around community. So like, one, what what are we going to talk about? And then now it's, it's just bad. It's not going to fucking happen. Yeah, I was trying to think, like, have I ever been hooked up with like a friend? Like, has a friend of mine ever said, I have a friend that, that you would like, really you like? Need, and you guys should go sit down and have coffee and get to know each other. No, that sounds fucking weird. So why would I do the same for you? I just thought about it in my head. I did this with a straight like, friend so and I hated mean. it. But you know what? Next time someone says that, if they have a remotely like semi like hot husband or boyfriend, be like, Actually, no, but I did have a thought. So your husband goes to the gym a lot. Um, you should give him his number. Give Garrett that. Like that, I feel like I just turn the turn the tables. Yeah, like just get fully real weird with it. Really fun. take it for because then it's like you know what? Never say this again because it's never like those are the weirdest. It's insane to me. It's so weird. I hate when people. I it constantly happens to me. We're like, you think that this man hasn't been on Grinder like that. You don't think that I've seen this you guy already that before? Just stumbled upon each other before, and it's a no. And especially when it's like close living radius, like it's like, oh, we're both in the same city. Yeah, then I fucking know you. <laughs> I've got it. Like, unless you're gonna be like, oh, he's from Boston, and like he's gonna be here. Like, okay, yeah, maybe, that's different. Then that's I, so okay, different. Yeah. I want dibs on that bitch. Yeah, that's let's totally different. Throw me in. Let's throw my name in that hat. Yeah, but like, like I have a gay friend that's moving that's, here from out of town, and he would like to meet. Like, you know, other That's gay the guys. only, That's the only time. But let me just tell you something. Joe, who's lived here for also his 27 years of existence, I I got his number, all right? Yeah. I'm done. I don't need it. I think setting up your friends, too, just don't. I don't, I wouldn't want it because it's like, you're going to lose two friends at one time. Yeah. It's not a good idea. I hate when people say to me, whether it's my husband's friends or a guy that I've dated's 
friends, like a male coming to me saying, Caitlin, do you have any single friends? I would like to meet some of your single friends. No. It is a absolute fucking no from me. And then if I have friends that are girls that come to me and say, I know your husband probably has some hot single friends. You should hook me up with them. I tell them they're all ugly. They're all (laughs) weird. I just make these things up. Like, you know, he does have some very nice single friends. I just tell them straight up, I'm not doing it. I don't want to be involved. No. It sounds messy. I'm nobody's madam. <laughs> I'm not hooking anybody up with anybody. I don't want to be involved. When it goes south, I don't want you to call me and confide in me. Both sides. You are not Patty Singer, million matchmaker. Over I'm not here. a millionaire matchmaker. You're not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's not it. my job. I don't find joy in hooking people up. I want to be left alone. I, you know what? <laughs> I found my happiness. Um, you go you go find yours yeah like it was up to me to find my own happiness i think it should be up to everybody else to find theirs people shouldn't get involved and stick their hands in places where they shouldn't be (laughs) Be stuck stuck. that's a it's a very true thing because why i just i it's just crazy to me and i i've heard it i'd be very rich very rich if even i just had a dollar for every time it's like i know this guy or like someone has said to one of my friends or my family i know this guy I'm good. Thank you. Ugh. I don't need it. And even the ones that aren't out yet, too. And they're like, yeah, I've also got a lot of like, hey, I have a friend named John. And like, he's not out. But like, he wants, I'm not taking on your fucking basket case of that. Figure that no. out. Absolutely not. <laughs> trying to help your friend John navigate through being a gay man. Yeah. Figure it out. Tell him to go to a drag show, put on a little lip gloss, have a drink, and figure it out on figure his own. Figure out what kind of gay that he wants to be. Do you want to be the drag gay? Do you want to be just the normal, like, sports-loving, car-loving type of gay? Those are toxic. <laughs> go on. <laughs> the ones that are hiding. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm not helping your I love them. John navigate what kind of gay he wants to be when he comes out of the closet. No, I don't want it. I want nothing to do with it. But I just, I think it's the craziest fucking thing that I've ever... <laughs> and it's... I just, I want to stop people in those tracks and be like, you sound how fucking stupid you sound right now. Like, yeah. do you? I would like I to would, be like, give go, me a second. I'm going to take my phone out. I'm going to record what you're saying. I'm going to play it back to you after you're done. And then you tell me how fucking stupid you sound. Because <laughs> did you practice this in front of a mirror and you thought this was a good idea? Like, how far did you think? Did, did this just come out? Because, like, I, I pray for you. Because it's yeah. really, I don't get it. And anytime it's like, or I get the even even if it's not like a setup, it's like, oh my, I'm going to with my other friend. Um, Mike's gonna be there. He's gay. You'll love him. I don't. I'm not gonna love him. And I'm not coming. Hey, I don't want to come now. I'm good. <laughs> Actually, I'm busy. Yeah. Now I know. I'm sick. This, I know. <laughs> I know what's going on. And I don't want to be a part of it. So I won't. Because be and it doesn't even have to be. It's not even like a oh like I want you guys to like see like set it up like fully. No, it's just oh like. You guys are just gonna like you guys will be good friends. So like, you guys you're gonna you guys will enjoy each other's company tonight because you're both our guy. It's like all I can think about is like a friend of mine having a party and inviting other friends that she would think that I would like, and then being like at the end of the party, being like, "So, Caitlin, did you like any of the friends that I brought to the party for you today?" Like, no. No, I didn't. I actually and, didn't. Um, I don't know why you put me in this situation and you thought that I wanted to be put in this situation. And it's always the girls, too, that in these moments that it's like, I have a gay best friend and they are so alike. They are so similar. They are going to, like, hit it up 
they're so summer because they're looking for the same thing. They're both going <laughs> after fucking John. They're all going after the same guy. Yeah. So that's why they're so summer because they want to t- fight each other out back because they've been sleeping with the same guy for three years. Are you kidding me? Passing back and forth the same four yeah. guys for the last three yeah. years. You, are you? Is what are we talking about here? I it's don't know. so crazy to me. It's very fucking weird to me, and I hate when people do this. So please just stop. This is a PSA. Please stop trying to hook up the your, gays. The gays. Your gay they best don't, friend, don't do it. They don't want to be hooked up. They, I swear, they don't want to be hooked up. It's Leave very... them alone and let them find love at their own pace and at their own accord. And it's also like. So I have a gay best friend. Well, now you shouldn't. You shouldn't be allowed to have one. No, you, you, sh- you shouldn't. You should. Your your gay should be taken away from the me. The way now. that you're acting right now, you <laughs> should not be have you the privilege to have a gay best friend. And he should tell you straight to your face. Please stop trying to hook me up with other gays. I wonder if because this last situation that happened a couple months ago, I wonder if that person also is getting the same rundown. I'm sure they are. No, because I feel like a lot of people like just wouldn't say anything. They'd be like, no, thank you. I'm good. Or like, oh my God, I cannot believe you invited him. And it was so weird. And why did you invite him? Why did you think that it was okay to invite him? Like, I don't want to be hooked up. I think a lot of people just don't have the balls to say that type of thing. You know, the last time I just wish I would have been more, I didn't want to be mean because it wasn't my friend. Like it wasn't my friend. It was my friend's friend that was setting this thing up and that was encouraging it. And I was really going just to say hi to them. It wasn't like that blind thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I was like, let me not, inter- like, I'm not close to any of these people here, so I have no right to be rude. So I don't want to be like, bitch, what was going through your fucking mind? Are you kidding me? But, like, you know, if you are going to do this and the gay falls for the trap, because the gays might fall for the trap. And I had nothing to do that night, so I fell for the trap. Yeah. And I knew I was falling for the trap. But... You need to be honest about certain things because as in like, how tall are they? How, what is their hair color? Are they balding? Are they, what do they do for a living? Do they live with their mother? Are they, what are they, do they have a problem? Yeah. Is there a substance abuse issue? Yes. Is there trauma? Mm-hmm. Because if I arrive and I find out four red flags in the media, like, those are the first things someone should address right away. Because I need to know that. Because yeah. when I get there, now I'm pissed that I just, I got ready. I, I talked myself into doing this. And I don't know anyone here, so I can't even be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like... Does anybody else see this shit show that's going on? <laughs> Does anyone know why the fuck I was invited to this? Because now I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. And I just politely, I just Irish goodbye everything. Bye. I would do the same. I would just politely scoot out the door. I literally, I do like a double like look around. And then I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just running to the bathroom. And then I'm in my car. And I'm at, I'm at home. Yeah. I'm at the Taco Bell drive-thru being like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. I think that's the smartest thing to know. So, I mean, the biggest PCA, PCA, PSA, PCA meeting <laughs> we'll be hosting at the local schools on a little tour around the Midwest is stop trying to hook up your gay best friends. It's not going to work. And it's embarrassing on your behalf. But if you do have a gay best friend that's coming to the city near me... <laughs> That I don't know and that the other queers don't either. Hit a sister up. Hit a sister up. Because then I'm in. Well, I think we've talked enough shit for this week's episode to get the the girlies squirming. (laughs) 
They'll be talking. So I think we should end it on. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Monotone Thoughts Podcast. We'll see you next Wednesday. TTYL, T-T-Y-L bitches. bitches.